wanna get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rogan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. This is a very special episode of the Rojan Kim cast where I'm directly addressing Asians. Um, not Asians in Asia, because they largely have their own thing going on and probably could care less about all the stuff that's going on in America, uh, especially the 100,000 or so Hong Kong protesters that are getting the shit kicked out of them by the Chinese government because they want liberty. I bet they probably don't care about some bad words, but here we are, we're talking about some bad words, and ultimately, what I'd like to talk about is how to be an assertive Asian. This is, of course, in America, again, with the qualifier. Now, if you are not Asian, this is not for you. So, I don't know. Uh, you're welcome to listen, but please check your privilege at the door, much like you would your shoes in an Asian household. And you're welcome to come inside and uh, listen, you know, quietly listen. And uh, please, I know it's, it's hard, but uh, it, try not to let your paternalistic sort of white superiority uh, shape what you hear and judge. You know what I say, because this doesn't concern you, okay? So please check your privilege at the door, put it on the rack with the rest of the privilege, come on inside. All right? So, the title of this podcast is How to Be an Assertive Asian. And I thought that it was a topic that I should address considering all this controversy that's going on with Shane Gillis and SNL and Bowen Yang and whatever her name is. You know, in all of this, I don't know what the, what's her name? What's, what's her name? The third one, the girl, the lady, the woman. White woman? I think she's white. I don't know. All this is lost. You know why? Because over the weekend, as you may or may not know, those of you who are not that connected to comedy probably couldn't care or have only seen the news that's come up, and those of you connected to comedy may have been in the middle of the social media uh, battles. All meaningless, honestly. And I'm guilty. I'm in there. I'm in there. But honestly, I have two agendas. One is to crack jokes, and the other one is to defend comedy. And I don't think I'm anybody to defend comedy. It's just that I see it being attacked by people who don't understand it. All right? And I'm, no, I'm nobody. Seriously, I'm nobody. But tell you what, I have been doing comedy, whatever that means, for quite a long time. Okay? And I've been doing stand-up specifically for almost nine years now. And that's nothing to me. I understand that. I understand that I'm like a nine-year-old child. All right? So I could read a book, I could read a novel, but it doesn't mean I really know anything. You know what I mean? Like I could, I have some reading comprehension, and from my experience, you know, um, is where I'm getting my opinions and principles about comedy. Okay, it's not only from comedians I respect that I hear echoing what I'm saying. A Patrice O'Neill is a really, um, it's a very important clip to see. Okay, to understand where I'm coming from, where he talks, uh, and this was back in hmm, the Bush years. This is back in the Bush years when you know Bush was in office, and uh, Opie and Anthony made some joke about Condoleezza Rice, uh, some probably a rape joke about Condoleezza Rice, and Patrice O'Neill was on Fox 
to not defend the joke, not defend rape, but to defend the attempt at humor comedy right and then of course against him was the chairman of the national organization of women who was telling him that you know this sort of there's no place for this there's no place for that and so on and so forth so go to youtube look it up just to get a like an understanding of where i'm coming from here okay the title i don't want to get too sidetracked by this whole shane gillis controversy shane gillis by the way who is a fantastic stand-up comedian if you've never seen him do stand-up try to find some of his clips go find him find he's not racist he's a comedian he's a comic and he's a good one and i'm also a listener of matt and shane's secret podcast i've been listening to it for a while okay i started listening to it after i found out about shane gillis and that he had a podcast and i started listening and i really liked their podcast and what i've seen happen this weekend is the news come out that shane gillis was going to be a new cast member in snl a lot of people were happy. I was happy. I was like, dude, that's great. It's a guy, you know, he made, he made, this is what he wanted. He made it. Uh, on top of that, Bo and Yang. I'm not familiar with Bo and Yang, but, you know, first East Asian cast member, you know, I guess that's great. That's great. I mean, Rob Schneider is half Filipino. Nobody gave a fuck, but whatever, right? I guess it's important that it's an East Asian and he's gay. All right. So, okay, the twofer. And then what's her name, right? The white lady. Nobody even, this whole time, all we've been talking about is Shane Gillis. The only reason Bone Yang's been mentioned is because he's Asian to demonize Shane for the two-minute clip that came out. Now, this two-minute clip was cut and put on Twitter by this guy, Seth Simons, who is a L.A.-based comedy journalist. And I say that trying not to throw up, okay? Comedy journalist. Comedy journalist is just like someone who does rap metal, right? It's usually done by somebody who sucks at both, right? He's neither a good comedian nor a journalist. So what does he do? He goes, in the backdrop, so SNL just cast its first East Asian cast member, and then also this guy. And then he put up a two-minute clip of Matt and Shane's secret podcast with Shane and his co-host, Matt, talking, okay? And the clip presented in this light is terrible because here's what's happening this clip is a two-minute clip from like a two-hour podcast okay if you are not familiar with podcasts you have to understand that podcasts are based on volume okay it's like the joe rogan model that's why he has like two three hour four hour podcasts you know what i'm saying it's not like these digestible pieces of content that you know that traditional media sends to you like in 10 minute 20 minute packages you know whatever the, the, this like time restricted format it's all based on advertising but the new media internet media doesn't need that okay they can do whatever they want and they and you know what people like it people like long form stuff okay people like long form stuff because they honestly i used to work an eight hour uh, office job and that's what i do all day is listen to podcasts okay so eight hours a day of listening to podcasts there's a lot of podcasts a lot of content and you grow with the artists making this content okay so to take a clip from a two-hour podcast and then say that this is somebody's comedy or representative representative of their stand-up or their comedy is completely disingenuous you can understand how this is a piece of context that it's removed from its context and then weaponized right the tweet, the original tweet that this guy Seth Simons put out said, you know, SNL just 
cast its first East Asian, you know, uh, cast member. And then there's this guy. So he's already presenting it in this dichotomy of like they hire this Asian guy, but then there's this guy. Seth Simons, by the way, not an Asian either. Okay, not only is he not a comic, not a journalist, not an Asian, right? Uh, Tim. Dylan tweeted something. I think he dug through Seth Simon stuff, and he's like, "Gee, I wonder why a guy like this would hate comics." As a YouTube clip of Seth Simon's doing, uh, I guess it's a bit called spoken bird poetry, right? Spoken bird poetry. That's the premise. You can already write it yourself. You know what? I I didn't even need to watch the whole thing. You know, it's just like caw 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 squaw caw. You know, you're like, it's just uh, okay. That's his comedy. That's what he thinks comedy should be, right? I, I myself, as a comedian, find that incredibly offensive, okay? That's probably one of the most offensive things I've heard in probably my eight years, eight and a half, nine, going on nine years of comedy. I've never, I've opened mic in New York and LA. Oof, that's awful. But I'm not fucking telling people to get rid of him. And honestly, it's probably why, it's probably because he doesn't have anything, right? He's got nothing to take away. And that's the whole thing about Shane Gillis. Nobody cared about Shane. Nobody cared about Shane until he had something, and then they came after him, took it away, used Bowen Yang's race to weaponize this info against him, right? You don't know, I don't know anything about Bowen Yang. I don't know all this news coming out, Shane Gillis, Shane Gillis, Shane Gillis, Shane Gillis. Bowen Yang, he's the one who supposedly, right, is, uh, should have had his honor besmirched by this two-minute podcast clip. Now, here's the thing. The clip itself doesn't look good, especially presented in his life. But that's the point, the light that it's presented in is propaganda, okay? And I'm telling you this now, if I had no like inkling at all of this podcast, I would have probably had the same reaction. I've been like, dude, that guy said chink, that guy's making fun of the way Asians talk, he's saying neuters, he did neuters, hey, how dare you say neuters? But here's the thing, I say neuters all the time for fun. Asians do, Asians make fun of Asians all the time for fun. Neuters, they fucking say Chinese, they, they, non-Chinese Asians will tell you that Chinese sounds funny, okay? That's just, all right, so Asian people would be completely hypocritical by saying that they never make fun of Asians and that nobody should ever make fun of Asians and nobody should ever say the bad word, the bad, I mean, I feel like maybe Asian Americans are just mad that, you know, black people have the N word, why can't chink become the C word and gook be the G word and slope be the S word and dink be the D word? Like, come on, guys, really? Is that what you think we need to do? Is that what you think we need to do? (sighs) Ultimately, it's a week, okay? That's what I have to say to you. And now I understand. Like, you think I don't understand your point of view. I'm still talking to the Asians. You think I don't understand your point of view because I get it. You know, you've been picked on. You've been called names. You've been made to feel small, you know, by guys that probably look like Shane, honestly. You know, and, and I've been there. Okay? I've been on the I, – I fucking grew up in the 80s and the 90s. There was no PC, non-bullying. None of, there was no fucking helicopter parents. Like, I was straight-up bullied unsupervised, okay? I have fond memories of being chased through Koreatown by Mexicans, okay? Like, I – and that's the thing. White people aren't the only people who have been racist to me, all right? Everybody's been racist to me. It's a whole rainbow coalition of racism that I faced. I've been called all those words, chank, gook, whatever the fuck, all that shit. All that shit, where are you from? You like noodles, neuters, all that stuff has been directed at me my entire childhood, and I had to learn to deal with it, grow up with it, and not only that, I had to learn to fight back using my words. 
I had to, you know, I had to fucking, um, fucking, uh, all right, sorry, I got interrupted by Alexa, which I don't know what she's doing. I don't fucking want you, Alexa. Um, sorry, sorry. Where was I saying? Goddamn technology, Asians, Asians. All right. Um, what I'm saying is that I have been the butt of racial cruelty. Okay. I too have been there. I've been there. Feels like shit. Hate it. But you know what feels even shittier? Being a weak victim. All right? And here's the thing. Titled podcast, How to Be an Assertive Asian. Am I, I, it's a joke, okay? Because honestly, I don't even... Asian, what is that? What is it? What is it besides yellow skin looking a certain way? Because in America, Indians aren't Asian. But in Europe, they are. Okay? What is Asia? Is it a continent? Tell me where it begins and where it ends. Okay? Because on a map, Europe and Asia are connected. So you tell me, where does Asia end and where does Europe begin? What's the line? Is it Turkey? Is it where the brown people are? <laughs> What's the line? So Asian is just a designation, right? It's a lazy geographic designation if you really think about it. So now you're like, no, I'm talking like politically Asian power, yellow power, Asian power, East Asians. Okay, we're talking East Asians. All right, now we're at East Asians. You think East Asians are a group? All unified, China, Japan, Korea, that's just East Asia. They, they, they fucking hate each other. Do you not recall the wars of last century? They're, they're still dealing with that stuff. And let if you are Chinese, Korean, or Japanese, whether you're in Asia or here and of their descent, um, you would be bullshitting if you didn't say that there was inter-East Asian racism, that that's probably some of the most virulent racism you've ever heard, right? Is if you're Korean, the way people, Korean people talk about Chinese and Japanese and so on and so forth, and all, you know, between all three of them, all three motherfuckers who are essentially the same, okay? They're essentially the same people. They basically are, right? They can't fucking, they can't get over it. They argue with each other and can't get over it. Like the right way to hold chopsticks? No, not even. They all hold the chopsticks the same way. Like they're, they're a... all right. Anyways, okay. Big cultural linguistic differences. Of course, I'm joking. Asians, joking, joking. But you know what I'm saying. You guys fucking make fun of each other, and you know it. And you're you're saying that's okay. You're saying it's okay. I should be allowed to. That's my lane. I should be allowed to. Okay. Yeah. So you never ever make fun of anybody else. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Well, let's just uh, that's we can go with that. But you and I know that you're full of shit. Okay. Okay, just be honest. Everybody makes fun of everybody. You're not being a mean person. Are you, should you get everything taken away if anybody found a little snippet of a conversation you had, right, totally out of context about whoever presented that to the public, you know, in this racial way and then let everybody fucking shit all over you? You think that's, it could happen to you. Just like it happens to Shane, just like it happens to everybody else, just like it happened to Chappelle, just like everything could happen to you, Okay could happen to you so how to be an assertive asian self-esteem have some self-esteem okay don't get your esteem from the group don't have group esteem have some self-esteem you know what i'm saying and it's not to say to be ashamed of who you are or what you are of your asian-ness whatever that means to you your yellow skin your chinky eyes your you know your incredibly uh large intellect and small penis like all of that stuff <laughs> don't you gonna cry about it and then just get mad anytime any asian ever gets made fun of <laughs> like you're gonna get you're gonna take that as a personal affront 
Is that how low your self-esteem is that you have to latch on to the entire group who isn't even you? Like what group? It's made up. It's just a marketing tool. Don't you, you don't see that? So you're just latching onto that and saying like, I get my pride from this group. But what about your self-pride, self-love? Do you love yourself? Are you able to defend yourself against, say, a bunch of Asians turned on you? Can you claim race then? Can you, de- can you defend yourself? And is it really defense? Is it really? Come on. I don't know. I try to set an example, I guess, online. I enter these uh, arguments with people. I, uh, but I have uh, a point of view. I have a principle. See, that's the thing. I'm not reacting out of like, rah, rah, rah. no, I have a principle. It's like I am a comedian, and I will defend comedy, okay? I'll defend comedy, and I'll defend context right? Because, as an artist. An artist, you should defend. And as an American, you should be defending speech, honestly. You should really be. And you're saying, it's never funny to be racist or homophobic. It's never funny to be. See, even that statement, you have to unpack what you're saying. It's never funny is an impossible statement. It's never fun because funny is subjective. So nothing can never be funny. Something can be funny given the context and the subjectivity. Okay? So you can't shape subjective experiences through whatever your idea of what objective reality should be. It's pure projection, see? Inside, I understand that if inside your mind and heart, you're hurt, you've been hurt before. White men have hurled insults at you. Perhaps rocks, I don't know. You know, I've had shit thrown at me, okay? Like, so just let's say physically even, okay? And then from then on, you're like, every white man reminds you of that white man. Right, and every Asian that gets uh, denigrated by a white man reminds you of you being denigrated by that white man, and so you must stand up and do something. And by do something, it's just tweeting, right? Because that's you're not actually doing anything. Because doing something, like I mentioned, is fucking Hong Kong. Okay, Hong Kong motherfuckers are doing something, all right? And they're getting the shit kicked out of them. I don't see Asian Americans getting the shit kicked out of them. Okay, for standing up for some perceived rights. No, we're all t- we're talking about words. We're talking about words. And if you're going to be playing in the game of words, you got to be good at the game, all right? So stop feeding into the stereotype that Asians are collectivist and weak, have no individuality, can't express their emotions, can't articulate themselves, can't fucking crack a joke, have no sense of humor. You know those are all stereotypes as well? Well, stop feeding into that, okay? How about that? How about you stand up for yourself? You don't have to fucking punch a dude. If somebody actually calls you a chink, you... First of all, what you what are you gonna do? You're gonna cry? You you fucking laugh at his ass. You'd be like, you're the dumbest. They call me a gook, bitch. Like fuck, take it away. Take away the power. Don't give them power. If you feel so bad, you need to group yourself with a meaningless monolith. Okay, it's nothing to do with you, but you find comfort in that group. Understand that it's false security, and one day that group may turn against you and then what right where will you be where are your principles then so instead of latching on to some sort of collective idea of what justice and reality and all of that is think for yourself think for a second really look at look at things if you want go through what's happening with my shit on twitter or facebook just go through it Go through it. Tell me where I'm being racist or homophobic. Tell me where I'm defending those things. Tell me where I'm defending any of that. I'm not defending any of that. I'm defending comedy. Okay? 
It's no different than when Chappelle said, uh, you know, when he did that impersonation, he's like, duh, duh, whenever you get something, I'm going to find it, and then I want to try to ruin you, duh. And he's like, that's you. That's what's going on. It's literally what's going on. The thing he just joked about is seriously happening afterward. It's almost as if nobody... It's it, that's how ridiculous things are right now. It's literally understood as completely absurd, and it is actually happening. And people are feeding into it. Okay, people are feeding into it, and most disappointingly, Asian American, uh, I guess, uh, comics, comics. First of all, most disappointingly, heartbroken. When comedians throw comedians under the bus, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just like, don't you see? Is it? Yeah, I, I don't know. This is like, you don't understand. You Here's what I think it is. For me, it's uh, comedy is bigger than me. Comedy stretches back to caveman days, ancient Greece. You know what I'm saying? It's older than I am, and it's going to be around after I'm dead. So I'm not better than comedy. I don't know comedy. I can't tell you what it is. I can just tell you what I've done and what I've experienced chasing it. Okay, And what I know, having chased it, is that it's indescribable. Even the most... Even Dave Chappelle will be surprised, right? He might get a laugh and go, whoa, I didn't know that. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's not, even the masters of their craft, whoever you, you know, think is the best stand-up comedian, they're still not sure if a joke will work sometimes, okay? And it might, or it might not, but they have to try. And that's what they've done for decades. That's what I've been doing for almost a decade, and I'm barely learning, right? I'm barely learning that, like, what it is and what it means, and so to see people who are supposedly comics judging other comedians, okay, outside of the context of the comedy, right, because this comedy two-minute clip of a podcast is taken as someone's stand-up material, right, which is patently absurd if you're a podcast listener, if you understand what that is. That's like saying, taking a snippet of Joe Rogan's podcast and saying, this is his material. It's not... That's not how it is, and until you understand the form and the medium, you're not really in a place to judge it. You're an outsider just judging it, you know? And that could happen to anything that you like and somebody else doesn't like. They can just judge it, take things out of context, and judge it. Anyways, comedians, heartbreaking. Comedy journalists, especially the Asian comedy journalists or Asian journalists. Asian journalists, really? This is what you're... Asian journalists, tell us about Bo and Yang. How about that? How about a little nice profile on Bo and Yang? How about tell us about Bo and Yang? I see no articles. I've seen a fucking Variety, a senior reporter at Variety, talk about how she transcribed uh, or she listened to episodes of Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast and Legion of Skanks. So this is hours, at least five, six hours of listening to some awesome podcasts. Go check them out. Listening and then transcribing things that are bad. So it's just like, let's listen to this comedy podcast and write down all the bad things. Just, Jesus Christ, is that journalism? That's so hack. That's You're getting paid You're getting paid way more than any comedian is getting paid, way more than Shane Gillis has ever made, okay? Up until possibly, until, unless he gets fired this moment, he's never, he hasn't gotten paid as much as this fucking variety journalist, Elaine Lowe, I'm going to tell you, fuck it, as much as she gets paid, okay, in a month. Like, this, Shane barely sees that, okay? And she's saying, she's saying she got paid to listen to the Legion of Skanks and write down every bad word. <laughs> if you don't understand how ridiculous that is, you do, You are, that's where you're at. You don't understand. If you don't get why that's silly, that means you're outside of the loop of podcast listening, podcast audience. Listen, Joe Rogan is 
the biggest podcast platform right now, despite what traditional media is doing, despite him being labeled an alt-right extremist, independent podcasts, that the platforms, the, the networks that comics are creating, they're all viable options that let comics make a living without going through the traditional gatekeepers of media. You know, like the old days, it was Johnny Carson. Now it's Comedy Central or Netflix or all these like industry gatekeepers that say like, this is comedy and they get to kind of curate what comedy is and comedy isn't. But you know what? The internet seems to be deciding on its own. Okay, and a lot of people are like this speaks to the alt right and the Nazis and the this and the that and the people. Okay, all right, I guess so if you know it all. But maybe if you think about it for a second, maybe it means that people on the ground, actual consumers, crave the content that's being provided by the podcast platform, open platform, no censorship openly talking, attempts at humor or information or whatever it is for entertainment, right? And people enjoy it and people pay for it and let comics make a living, okay? So please, don't try to take that away. What are you doing, right? It's what the people want. It's what the people want, okay? So Asians, still talking to you, still talking. You're like, what does this have to do about us? All right, I'm going to wrap it up because I'm going to come down. I'm talking about Jimmy O. Yang. Jimmy O. Yang, Put out a tweet, retweeting the two-minute clip, and he said, I will usually defend comedy, but this is racist, and I can't defend this. (laughs) Jimmy O. Yang, may I remind you, played the character Jing Wei on Silicon Valley. Jing Wei, who had great lines of dialogue like, Oh, Eric, you so fat, Eric. Why you fat? I smoke cigarette. You so fat. Okay, that's not his real accent, by the way. Jimmy O. Yang is putting on a fake Chinese accent for the entertainment of the white man, dancing for the white man, right? Doing the minstrel thing, right? I mean, I could be saying that, but I haven't. I haven't because I thought he was funny. And he said, you know what? I'm just doing an accent that my parents have, and it's an authentic accent. I'm like, all right, whatever. Fuck it, man. I don't, I'm not offended by Asian accent. I'm not offended that an Asian American guy, a guy with no accent decides to put one on for our entertainment. I thought he was funny. I even saw some of his stand-up. thought he was funny. Until now. Now when he's saying, this is racist. And this is... And he's like, you fucking hypocrite. You were up there being all like, doing the Miso Sali. You were up there doing the Ken Jong Miso Sali. How is that? How is that, Mike Judge? How is that, Mike Judge? Do you want to do another one? I can do go harder, softer. What do you... Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a man. This is my how, how should, should I do it like how's that should I do that oh my god did you see this two minute clip of Shane Gillis oh my on a podcast that I've never listened to in my entire life oh my god he's racist oh I get him get him oh wait uh, next take oh we get it we get it Mike Judge oh thank you okay well that's a wrap on Jimmy O. Yang everyone alright I'll be in my trailer tweeting about racism defending Asian people from the specter of white superiority while I cash my HBO checks and fucking get booked at the Laugh Factory. Jesus Christ, Jimmy. You fucking let me down, Jimmy. I'm fucking going to get real Asian dad on you and just be like, oh, that was a, that was a C tweet. C. Not the A. Not the A plus, but the C. See? I'm going to do that. How's that? Am I worse than Jimmy? Am I worse than Jimmy? Jimmy got paid. Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. All right. Uh, (laughs) 
All right, Asians. So you see what I'm saying? You're like, I learned nothing from this, and I hate this guy. Uh, most of you, that's probably why. This is why I'll never get booked on Crazy Funny Asians. This is why I don't have a lot of Asian friends. Okay? I mean, that's just simply how it is. I find very little comfort in Asian, surrounding myself with Asians, uh, mostly because my family neglected me and turned on me. So I was like, what? <laughs> like, if that very baseline, it's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, if the very, like, where you learn the fact that you're Asian comes from your family, and if they're not there for me, for you, then what, what hope do I have from Asia? You know what I'm saying? And to be honest, I'll tell you, people of other races have been much kinder to me, I could say, than my own family. You know what I mean? White men, white straight men have been kind <laughs> to me through my life. You know, it'd say it'd be bullshit for me to just be like, oh, white men and they're all bad or all this and all that. I'd be bullshitting. I'd be pandering. I'd be just doing the thing I think people want me to say. But I'm not. I'm doing the thing people don't want to hear. Like people are saying that I'm dancing for the white man, that I'm a sellout, that I'm uh, an Uncle Tam, which is very, come on, Uncle Tam. That's what some guy on Twitter called me. It was like, okay, Uncle Tam. And I was like, dude, Uncle Tam sounds like Uncle Sam. Like what, it just makes you, makes it sound like you're accusing me of patriotism. Like wait, Uncle Uncle Chong? How about Uncle Chong? Because then I was like, hmm, you could do Uncle Tom Kakai, and that's a Thai suit, but that's too obscure, maybe. And it's not East Asian. You know what I mean? So, so I thought, you know, so then I was like, it kind of should kind of rhyme with Tom, sound kind of like near rhyme, Uncle Chong. Uncle Chong. I mean, I did that in two seconds. Uncle Chong, you know? So he was like, whatever, Uncle Tam. And I was like, you know what? Uncle Chong has a better ring to it. And then I told him why, because Uncle Tam sounds like Uncle Sam. No response. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. I... I'm asserting myself. I'm not, he attacked me. The racist attack was from an Asian, okay? And then I asserted myself. I asserted myself not by going, fuck you, you're Uncle Tam, or yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a, no, I don't need to play that game. I'd be like, why don't I just give you a writing note? Make that a little better for you, you fucking amateur, okay? That's how I'm asserting myself, you understand? That's how one asserts oneself. Because if you have principle, if there is a principle and you're, and you're speaking logically, consistently, you know, following that principle, then there's no need to get mad. There's no need to be upset. No need to be scared. Yeah, say what you're saying. I say what I say, you know? I, being accused of defending racism and homophobia, I'm like, you're projecting. You are. You're simply project. You're projecting. You have no idea what's going on with me. You have no idea about my history with this podcast, Shane Gillis, any of that. You just think I'm on the side that you've created. You've created this whole reality and you're putting me into it. And then the only way I can defend myself is to play along and be like, no, I'm not defending racism. No, I'm not. There's, that's, a, that's a dumb game. That's not the game we're playing here, right? I'm not going to let you set the terms of the game. The game is clear. I'm defending the attempt at comedy. That's all it is. As someone who has done comedy and understands how hard it is and that you really don't know that the ethereal nature of it. And something that laymen, lay people, don't understand, okay? And so have a little humility, Consider that you may not understand, okay? Consider that you may be completely out of the loop and maybe being manipulated mm -hmm, by people who are savvy at this stuff, weaponizing it, using it against you. Really a white man telling Asians how they should feel about whatever, whatever perceived racism. Honestly, it's poking at racial insecurity. It's a white man poking at racial insecurity and then other Asians jumping on board being insecure because they're insecure. Andrew fucking Yang. Jimmy O. Yang and Andrew Yang. Yangs, but Bowen Yang, still I know nothing about. 
You know what I'm saying? Andrew Yang, Jimmy O. Yang. Jumping on Bowen Yang's fucking bandwagon. Not even fucking mentioning him. Only talking about Shane Gillis. Obsessed with the white man, just like a fucking Asian lapdog. <laughs> Is that too strong? Right, maybe too far. I don't know. This will probably definitely get me canceled. I will not be in Crazy Rich Asians 2. I will not be in... I don't want any industry shit anyways. Okay? I just want to be fucking... I just want a following online eventually just fill put butts in seats doing stand-up and do that okay so i don't want any of this s and i'm too old i'm 41 it's over for me there's nothing for me i have no there's no hope for me there so fuck it and i'm not tell tell me what i'm saying that is wrong tell me what i'm saying okay because all i'm saying is that feelings the feelings you have are not are not to be uh the feelings you have are real Okay, the stuff that has happened to you is real. Things have happened to me, they're real. They leave a lasting impact. Nobody knows what anybody else has gone through, so you shouldn't assume, okay? And the other things are, thing is, things are taken out of context and can be, and be weaponized. Really, they, they can. If you don't think it's possible, you'll be surprised. One day it could happen to you, okay? And then finally, Asians. Still talking, I know, this whole time, I, my, my, I couldn't help it. There were some non-Asians in the room. You know, you could smell their stinky feet. You just have, you have to address it. You have to tell them. You have to talk, not about their feet, but just, uh, we're polite. Asians are polite. Yeah, but just, uh, you know, be like, okay, I see you. Bye. Get your shoes on, whitey. Get out of here. All right, I'm sorry. That's, is that racist? That's the kind of racism Asian, Asian people do. And don't fucking lie, Asians. You know you do it. Don't fucking lie and act like, oh, no, we would never uh, ever make an Asian joke about white people or joke about, okay, shut up. Okay? Don't fucking lie. All right? Here's the thing. Just, don't feel, don't get your self-esteem from something you had nothing to do with. Nothing, you know? You, what have you done? Have you earned a degree? You lose some fucking weight? You fucking come through, get through some kind of struggle? You have that, these are all great, good for you. Did you do a creative endeavor? Great, these are all things you worked on. But you're Asian? You didn't, you didn't do anything to become Asian. You did, you were born Asian. You know what I mean? Maybe through life you learned what that meant, but you, just, you literally accomplished nothing, and that's what you're taking pride in. So think about that. Think about that. How low of a self-esteem you must have, how little you must think of yourself if the best thing about you is something you had nothing to do with, right? And then instead of being all depressed and sad about that, how about just doing something? Just going out and doing something, right? More than tweeting, which is really nothing, honestly. You know, if you're really that, go out there like the Hong Kong kids. Go out there, protest, shine fucking laser. Go to Hong Kong like fucking ISIS. <laughs> like join them. Like, you know, you really you do something. That's what I'm saying. You know, and then you'll probably feel good and assert yourself when the time comes when you feel attacked. All right. Anyways, thank you, Asians, uh, for coming. Um, uh, your shoes are on the rack. Uh, white people, everybody else, uh, your shoes there as well thank you very much please take your privilege get out of here guys just get get out of here all right guys thank you for listening um been listening to the rojan kin cast this is episode 105 how to be an assertive asian um i have a show coming up flappers this sunday flappers um i'm gonna put a link up you can find tickets online um I also have another show downtown LA at the First Brewery. It's called First Draft Brewery. Downtown LA. 
first Jesus Christ. First draft tap room downtown LA Tuesday, eight o'clock. That's a free show. It's gonna be that one's gonna be a bit loose loosey goosey, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be fucking yeah. because <laughs> uh, it's a free show, the flapper show, it'll be a little tighter, a little tighter, a little more club type set, jokey set. It's a nine o'clock show. Flappers, Sunday the twenty second. Sunday the twenty second, Burbank, Flappers, nine PM. I'll put up a link for five dollar tickets. Can't make that. Come on out to the free show. Tuesday, uh, September twenty fourth at first draft tap room downtown la um that'll be a fun one too of course follow me everywhere on the socials on the twitter and the instagram subscribe to my podcast the rojan Kimcast, the one you're listening to so hopefully if you haven't subscribed please subscribe find my youtube channel subscribe to that do you have support that's you know that's 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 all i ask for if you like what i do if you like what i'm saying you want me to keep going uh, support, you know, just support me and one day I'm gonna be fucking, somehow manage we're gonna figure out how to come to your town and try to get some butts and seats, so that's what I want ultimately, to entertain you doing stand-up, get your butt in a seat um, hopefully be funny for you, alright guys, thank you for listening